Welcome to Only Yesterday. Uh, my name is Tony, and today I've got two guests. Uh, first guest, sir, who are you? Uh, I'm Hotek. Uh, I'm from South Korea. Hell yeah. yes, we have Hotek in the building finally. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, gentlemen to my right, who are you? Not quite cool as cool as Hotek, but we have Adam here. So, today we're going to be discussing bullying. And it's many forms, it's consequences, and what can really come of it. Sources for today are Consequences of Bullying in Schools by Ken Rigby, published by the Canadian Journal of Psychiatry. Um, we have Bullying, 1950 to, ni- or 1950 to 2010, The Bully and the Bullied, which is a dissertation by Stephen Arthur Provis um, from the Loy- oh God, Loyola, Loyola, Loyola Ver- University of Chicago. Oh, cool. So, yes. They're a famous university. Yep. Uh, so we've got the... We've got Bullying, Implications for the Classroom by Cheryl Sanders, Jin Ma et al. from the El Cyber Academic Press. And we've also got How South Korean Teachers Handle an Incident of School Bullying by Gina Yoon, Sherry Bauman et al. Um, from the Sage Publications. So, what is bullying, right? I feel like we could get a good, real quick uh, definition of what I what I think bullying is, right? Um <clears throat> bullying is the use of force, coercion, or hurtful teasing, or a threat to abuse and aggressively dominate or intimidate other people. The behavior is often repeated and habitual. Also, one essential prerequisite is the perception of an imbalance of physical and social power between the bully and the bullied person. Um, this imbalance distinguishes bullying from conflict, as the bully or the group of bullies, exert their perceived power over somebody to intentionally hurt or physically, mentally, or emotionally, you know, negatively impact this person using their perceived power. Look like you're going to say something? No, no, I'm just I'm engaged. I'm just, it's like story time in kindergarten. We've got the rug out. We're just sitting here. I got juice. Got juice. <laughs> okay. And so uh, <clears throat> next we're going to go over some examples and consequences of bullying and why people bully others. So why do you think that people bully other people? Um, you mean like in the just in school, general? In general, yeah. Why I do you think, think people bully others? To take control of other the bullies, like to have to show their power, to mm. show their rank, like the their social like status. status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's why they bully most. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> do you, why do you think people bully people? Jesus, that's a big topic. Um. I think some kids just don't have that social skills. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, maybe they're going through their own stuff, like mental health-wise at home. Or, you know, a lot of times people that are being bullied turn into the bully. Right. And actually, I'm glad you said that, sir, because that perfectly segues into the fact that I think many times when someone is being a bully, it's because they were victims of bullies, either at school, at a friend's house, <clears throat> or even at home. Um, so the term hurt people hurt people cannot be more true than in the case of bullying and interpersonal relationships. Um, bullies often use a tactic to induce a sense of fear, guilt, or shame within a person and sometimes may be projecting their own insecurities onto the people that they abuse. So we're going to get into a couple examples of bullying and, uh, just again, there's so, so many, but. We're just going to get into a couple, okay? So um, one case is a 14-year-old, well-named person A, 
is attending middle school and they had to switch schools because they were in fear for their life. At age eight, they were diagnosed with being on the spectrum for autism and the person is quite skinny. And every day at school, a group of four teens bully person A by calling them names that you would typically hear from bullies like this. I'm not going to say these names. Um, I imagine they start with the word R. Some of them, I'd imagine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the letter R with the word, what the fuck? Anyway, you, I, I got what you meant. Yeah. Uh, so, by threatening person A with violence to make person A give the bullies money to make them to stop or to make them stop, um, and also telling person A that they should kill themselves for various, Ooh. various hateful reasons, as you would hear with typical bullies like this. Yet the school administrators insist that there's nothing wrong and they will look into it, but never truly do anything about it. And this type of bullying continues. Um, another situation. As long as there have been bullies, there have been caregivers performing intimate partner violence. Um, in which case, these children may have witnessed this or the parents have been mistreating their children directly, either by abuse or neglect. Um, and again, just a couple. I'm not going to get super into it because this is not that type of episode. But we can imagine various scenarios in which people would be bullied. In fact, bullying has become more volatile over recent decades and occurs more often than it did in the past. Therefore, uh, research conducted in the U.S. and other countries consistently demonstrates that victims of bullying are at risk for adjustment difficulties, including depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, difficulties with peer relationships, poor school performance, and of course, suicide. So, equally as important, there's evidence that perpetrators of peer victim peer victimization experience negative outcomes such as depression, anxiety, anger management difficulties, substance use, and other behavioral problems that I'm sure we can imagine, but don't necessarily need to get super into right now. But again, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get a little bit more into it here. So, sir, Hotek, yes. being that you're from South Korea and you want to work in the field of social work, mm -hmm. what kinds of things did you see growing up? So, um, I stayed my life mostly outside of Korea. Hmm. So I lived in Laos, but there I attended like the Christian church, a uh, Christian Christian school. Mm -hmm. And there were there were really a, a lot of Koreans attending there. And I think I could assume that it was really similar to Korean like the South Korea school and where I studied. So like the bullying there, mostly like the older people, like old, like one or two years old students, mm -hmm. like tends to take over or to control the younger, because in Korea, it's a Korean culture. The high, there's a like hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Like older, we should respect older people. We should listen to older mm -hmm. people. I see. That, I because see. of that, I think it's. Oh, okay. So they they abuse the cultural norm that we respect older people. Therefore, since you're going to respect me and do what I say, yeah, right. I'm going to hurt you, and you're going to be okay with it. We're well, not necessarily yeah, okay with it, yeah, but you know, you're yeah. gonna, you're going to feel my wrath right, because yeah. I'm that motherfucker. Yeah, right. Okay. Let me ask you this: Let's say you don't meet the status quo. You know, let's say you're, for whatever reason, like mm. in Korean schools, is there like anything around that, like? Did you know anybody that was gay that got bullied or? I did not really have uh, people with gender minority friends, mm -hmm. but my girlfriend, she 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 stayed like twenty years in Korea, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and she also had a friend that who is lesbian, and I think she got the the lesbian friend. Mm-hmm. She got really bullied because of her gender. Word, and that's unfortunate. We should never really be bullying people for their genders, or really for any reason. Um, And so the Korean Educational Development Institute reported a high number of students were victims of school bullying, ranging from 24% of respondents reporting social exclusion and up to 57% of respondents reporting verbal and physical bullying. Yet the social exclusion part is a particular concern for Korean schools. And so I hadn't heard of this bullying before until I started researching this. And so what I found is essentially the bullies will, they will convince other kids around them to be like, okay, hey, whenever you see this other kid, like you walk away from them, you avoid them, right? right? Like you, you make them feel like the most lonely person in school. So as soon as they walk through the door, just imagine everyone like scattering away from you, like you have the fucking plague. Damn, that takes some scheming. And then on top of that, right? Like maybe the bully says, hey, well maybe, you know, we can get people to hang out with you if you maybe just give me a little bit of money or they beat the kid up like, okay, hey, everything's fine. Or, you know, they convince the kid like, oh, hey, you want people to like you? Like, Come, come, carry my books. Like, right. come, you know, like things. Yeah, like it's this. starting to sound like an anime. And so, right. And so, I hadn't, I really hadn't heard about this type of bullying before. I, and it was, it was crazy. I mean, not necessarily crazy, but it was, it was interesting because it was new to me. And so, will you tell me a little bit about that? Have you seen like examples of this around you? Uh, there was one, the one that you mentioned, social exclusion. Mm-hmm. There was one student in, in, in our class. And because of his personality, oh, the friend, my my friends, and my like the friends who are older than me, uh, they start to like exclude him socially, and like like exclude him from playing soccer, exclude him from like talking. So yeah, it's wow. Even excluding for you can't talk. Like don't talk. Like yeah, we when. When some when he approached to my friend's group, mm-hmm. uh, my friend like immediately changed the topic, or like say nothing. Like it's just nothing. Wow! Wow! There wow! Are. That's so sad, you know. And just imagine, right? Like imagine trying to make friends. You know, just being in school. Maybe you're weird at home. Maybe at home life fucking sucks. So you're like, let me try to come to school and make friends. And someone's like, well, they're coming. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, the weather is really nice today outside. Like we're not we're not <laughs> right. talking about all of us meeting up after school. Like no, now you, we're you wouldn't about... know. It's just something we're doing. You're not necessarily invited, but right. we're just yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and so, I mean, have you have you seen different types of bullying? Like, let's say, I mean, at work, right? Like, so some of the clients were like, "Yo, I've been getting bullied" or whatever. Have you had some? Uh, of yeah, like, for sure. I worked with kids. That's a big thing. Like the. The unit teaming up against one kid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been bullied before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it permeates our whole society. Right. And so we're actually going to talk about more of the, the collective unconscious, right? Like really everyone deciding like as a unit, really like as a hive mind, the entire globe deciding on a particular thing. But we'll, we'll discuss a little bit more about that in a, in a, <clears throat> in a sec. So... Are there many South Korean social workers that work with bullying specifically that you're aware of? Um, 
I'm not sure. Like, not sure. Because I, I've, I haven't studied in Korea, so I don't know, like, really a lot of school social worker mm. or any, like, social worker who's, su- who's supporting bullies. Right. So, yeah. Well, to your surprise, there are. Right. And we, we're going to talk about some of them in this here episode. Wow. Yes, okay. sir. So, um, regarding... I'm about to blow your fucking mind, okay? okay? So, regarding a brief history of this research, prior to the 1970s, prior to 1970, mm-hmm. there was not much research or data collected about bullying at all. In Korea or in, just in, anywhere? Anywhere in the world. Oh, really? I believe wow. that. Yeah. So, before... Yeah. So... Um, but rest assured, bullying was happening and it was happening in many forms, such as like hazing people and other types of activities. Like we're, we're going to introduce you to the group, but you got to let us, you know, like smack you with a towel or something like whatever the case may be. Um, and so the 19s, the 1950s and 60s didn't specifically address bullying in schools in regards to policies and practices. Yet the major policies were focused on appropriate behavior and being a model student. Um, the majority of schools at the time had verbiage in their regulations regarding courteous and considerate behavior, but not bullying. And so Dan Alwayas, I hope I said that name right, um, he was the first scientist to focus on the top, or one of the first scientists to focus on the topic and contribute scientific data to the literature. Um, research on bullying began in Scandinavia and in the British colonies. Of course it began so, in Scandinavia. Yep. They're the so, forefront of everything, including old, furniture. They're holding it down out there. They're teaching us how to make our own furniture. So um, research, uh, research attention in Norway and Sweden in the 1980s led to the first national intervention campaign against bullying. Um, the, su- the success of this research motivated other countries such as Finland, the UK, Ireland, and Japan to begin studying bullying. So I thought that shit was fascinating. Like, you mean to tell me, like, just after the civil rights era. And I mean, like, moving throughout the civil rights era here in the U.S. Like, during that time, there was no legislation. There was no fucking research. There was no, like, big-time studies done about bullying. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... I can understand, like, perhaps, you know, the, the thought process at the time was just man up, you know, grow up, stop mm-hmm. being a little bitch, you know, get it together. An alternate theory is that bullying didn't exist until 1970, and it was just, it just invented by the government. okay i mean that's entirely possible but i mean perhaps it wasn't given language until someone said the term bullying and this is what it means all right so next we're going to discuss um how to intervene and how to prevent bullying um so there are many different perspectives that you can approach from when addressing bullying prevention and intervention some of which are the micro system which is essentially discussing with the bully their reasoning for doing what they do and understanding the bully's perspective as to help them make adjustments as needed. And so as for helping the person being bullied, helping them understanding, helping them understand their position in the situation, not necessarily saying that they did under anything wrong, but understanding why it is this person may be bullying you. Okay. We've also got the family system. So specifically parenting practices and intensity of behavior around and toward the children. Um, so from the peer system, um, helping to understand that bullying involves peer dynamics where people will see and react to the things that you're doing and for the people being bullied, helping them to understand the importance of friendship or camaraderie in social environments as to prevent 
bullying. You know, people being together. You know, there's power in numbers type of things. If there's a big ass group of bullies, what is a big ass group of supporters going to look like? You know what I mean? Like half your friends with you. Mm-hmm. Um, in the school system, establishing and implementing anti-bullying policies as well as addressing infractions, and that cannot be understated. Like that cannot be overstated enough. Like addressing the infractions, like having the policy and then doing something about it once something goes down. Yeah, right? my opinion is the school system is shit and it doesn't address anything. So. It, there are some schools for sure that actually have uh we're we're gonna talk about it. I'm glad you said that, bro. We're gonna talk I mean we could have all this stuff in writing, you know. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of it is just their parents, you know, that's the kind of stuff they condone. Yeah, many times it can be, for sure. And then when we get to the school, right? So if we say let's say we have this example, right? The yeah. person at home is getting bullied, so then they come to school and they begin bullying other people, right? Mm-hmm. School, of course, we don't we don't condone that shit. We don't like that. Don't do it. We have a policy. We have a whole anti-bullying campaign and all that. We can have all of that infrastructure, but if no one is there to enforce the infractions, nothing will get done. So then mm-hmm. the kid says, okay, it's okay for me to bully at school too. And so anywhere I go, I can bully people because no one's going to do anything about it. And that's where I think the policies are important. Right. But they only hold as much weight as the person willing to, you know, back up those policies. <clears throat> so the macro systems as well, uh, creating policies that discourage bullying on a state level and adopting anti-bullying into the collective unconscious, in which we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. right? So now it's on a state level or on a nationwide level. And then if we as a global community could be like, yo, bullying people is bad. Like if we could just have that understanding without having to you know, have it in policies, that would be even better. But I mean, since it's still happening, we still need the policy so that we can enforce so then we can eventually get to this collective unconscious where we we all understand, hey, murdering people is bad, right? right? Like, you shouldn't do that. I shouldn't need to tell you not to murder someone on your way back home. But someone might be told, don't bully this person on their way to school or on their way to work or on their way back home to bully their wives or whatever the case may be. Like, don't, yeah, we need to adopt the the thought process that this type of shit is not okay. Um, so how would you handle an incident of bullying? Let's say we're talking about the social exclusion that we were talking about earlier. How, w- how would you as a social worker handle that situation? It's, it's tough. Um, as you said, we need to have a policy, like in school policy, I think making a school policy and making like this, like, raising awareness mm-hmm. of like through like you know like social worker going into each class like teaching about uh anti anti bullying campaign i think that could be one way to like raise awareness and also prevent bullying mm-hmm. and Let's say it happens right in front of you. Right. You're, you're on your way to your office. Let me right bully now. Tony right now and see how you stop it's it. Like, so you're, you're walking on your way to your office, mm-hmm. and then you see one kid walking down the hallway, and then the other kids like start laughing at him. Ah, they all walk away. And so as this kid is still on their way, mm-hmm. other kids are walking away from him. Like, nope, you are the plague. I'm getting away from you. If you saw that, how would you handle that? I'm not sure if, if this is the right like proper appropriate way to handle the mm-hmm. situation but for me like i think i would like interrupt mm-hmm. interrupt their their situation and bring the bullied students to my office mm-hmm. and b- 
bull- uh, so I will bring two person, the one that who bullied, mm-hmm. and one who is being bullied. Like I'll bring these two students to my office, and we three are gonna have like deep conversation about it. And knowing what makes what made you to bully him, and like having those conversation will I think, I think I will do. Okay. So it's like we're going to shut the blinds. We're not coming out here until one of you, both of you, are crying no. in empathy. <laughs> okay, we're going to have a moment, right? And so I honestly, I'm glad that you said that. Um, it didn't even matter how you would have responded, mm-hmm. but the fact that you said what you said, mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that okay. because Thanks. it's uh, it, it goes so smoothly into our next subject, okay. which is how South Korean teachers. Um, handle the incident of bullying. And so if if our listeners have noticed a theme here, the theme being South Korea and bullying, and or bullying, right? Like my friend Hotek has come, in, has come all the way from South Korea to freaking learn and frick be the best social worker that he can be in South Korea. So I wanted to do this episode in honor of him before he heads back and I don't see him again. So this dude can social work in two languages. Yeah, exactly. And That's so, cool. Yeah. Thank you. And I just wanted to, yeah, just wanted to let the listeners know that oh, you're important. You. you are, you're valued. Thank you. Yes. We appreciate you. Hotek. Um, so regarding the study, again, how South Korean teachers handled the incident of bullying. There are two types of teacher responses to the hypothetical bullying incident that was identified among the sample of South Korean teachers in the study. The two actions being either ignore or take action. Mm. You took action. And so we're going to talk a bit about, more okay. about that. Some of the given options to choose from were as follows. Um, insist to the bully's parents that the behavior must stop. Tell the bully that the behavior is not tolerated. Let someone else deal with it. Help the bully achieve self-esteem. Tell the kids to just grow up. Tell the victim to stand up to the bully. Contact the parent of the child who's being bullied. You could ask the school counselor or you could just ignore it. And so, I think you missed one option. I'm sorry, I'm going to be off the no, wall. No, you're fine. That's, these are some. <clears throat> you could go John Wick and just pull out a bunch of your old weapons from your past life and just go on a revenge thing you for could. multiple years over the death of your dog. I don't know how effective that would be, but that's an option. It's on the board. So. It, it's it's definitely an option. You could yeah. go and avenge the person being bullied in such the fashion. That but it probably won't be effective, so yeah. don't do that. Yeah, and you can really only do that once before you like get fired or something. Like true but uh, so maybe so uh, you have many options is what i'm saying you can do a whole lot of things to varied effectiveness (laughs) so uh similar to the findings of the u.s sample uh, female teachers were more likely to take action in the bullying incident interestingly having either an anti-bullying policy or anti-bullying program in school were not related to the differences in teacher responses. So first, having a school policy against bullying may not be sufficient to influence the degree of a teacher involvement in the bullying prevention and intervention. So I just wanted to echo again the importance that if we have policies, that's great. But if we have people to enforce and help keep them you know, in line, or not necessarily the people in line, but help keep the policies in line, right? So everyone's following and doing this, then it will be even better. Okay, so there's that. Um, Also, the codes of conduct are an important part of the school-based prevention and intervention and have immense potential to positively influence schools' climates if effectively disseminated and enforced. However, 
Studies have shown that those who are designated to deliver school-level policies need to be invested in the proposing changes as well as equipped to implement the new programming. So essentially, what I just said before. Um, I used to design these programs back in the day. Yeah? I used to work at a school, and I was their social worker. Yeah. So I handled a lot of bullying like that. Did you help enforce the policies, or did you just make them... I tried the John Wick thing, but it didn't work out, and so didn't I had work. to turn to the, his, his thing. <laughs> right, but right. Uh, uh, both of them were about as effective. But I think, like, um, yeah, we had conversations, you know. It was just, like, I think humanizing the bully and treating him like a person mm-hmm. goes a long way. Yeah. Because if you don't and you just crack down on it and stuff, it's just going to make the, the behaviors worse and sure. the shame. Right. and just So you have to kind of treat the person – Who's doing the bullying and trying to understand, okay, are you struggling at home? What's going on? Is your dad blah, 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 you know? Right. Like, you know, you work with kids. Right, exactly. And so, you know, what needs to change at home if there's anything that needs to change at yeah. home? Or is there something at school? Is it just the way that you fucking mm. think? Like, what is it that we need to do? But then we also need to, you know, put respect on the name of those being bullied, right? So sure, those who sure. Are being sure. bullied, we're like, hey, we're going to lift you up. Hey, I'm sorry this happened. You know, here's how you can be resilient. Don't internalize what this bully said to you. You are not that. You are not this person that they're trying to make you out to be. You are, you know, valued. You are wonderful. You are, you know, these types of things. Yeah. I like to look them in the eye and just tell them, one day you're going to make a kick-ass social worker. Yeah, exactly. And follow my footsteps. Because I was bullied, and that's what made me want to become a social worker. So, Mm -hmm. And so what I think is interesting is, again, you, I wanted to echo, you said that, you know, you would intervene. You said I would pull this person I would say hey I would interrupt it first like hey right. y'all motherfuckers stop doing what y'all doing right. you come with me you bring your ass over here right. we're gonna talk in the office um I think that's that's powerful because again even in the study there were people who said I either wouldn't do anything I would just say hey grow up or I would you know let someone else handle it I think that's that's powerful okay oh, so yeah. thank you for that thank that's you. why I said it's important you said right. that um and so do you know of any effective anti-bullying program that you want to use have you heard of any that are really good Mm, i think i've never heard of anti-bullying campaign in korea really you know what i just heard is an opportunity to start one yeah there you go yeah 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 maybe you could make so if you were then to make one right since Mm -hmm. if, if you haven't heard any if you were to make the best one, and I know this is kind of like short notice, I'm asking you this question right now, but how, what elements would you have in there? What pieces would you have to, you know, prevent bullying? Mm. Of course, like the environment part, like, as you said, like the parents, like their house in their, or like what happens in their house, that could be one way we could, like for me to approach and make that program. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like bringing the parents, or like inviting parents, or holding a, a parenting class, would Ooh, be okay. a, I think one way to, one way to make an anti-bullying program, and also maybe going to each schools, like each like everywhere, like anywhere in Korea, like any schools, like going to like. Even if it's in rural or county area, mm-hmm. like going to every schools and sharing, because in the mil oh yeah, one thing in the military there was, there is an education that talks about car- uh, career uh, like future career like what you want to do, mm-hmm. like, 
like those kind of things, like what what they do in the military, I think that could be really useful, like campaign. Oh, okay. So doing anti bullying in the military as well. Yeah. Ooh. So I have a question for both of you. Since, I, hey, I got two military dudes sitting right in front of me. That's right. Okay? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be an obvious. I'm a dumbass. So like, I've never been in the military. Will never will be. Is have you seen bullying in the military? Yes. Of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. <laughs> share. Do share. Like. I mean, like you'll. It's it's really the same type of stuff that you hear from like quote-unquote toxic masculinity right mm-hmm. like oh well you can't do however many push-ups you're a fucking pussy you're a bitch like or they you know all the all the words that you would hear like calling someone like you're or or something right like to dehumanize and demasculate another man mm-hmm. you hear a lot of that so you're essentially systematically bullied to wear down like your empathy is what you're saying like a training camp and stuff it's really i mean I'll say from the perspective of the drill sergeants, like the ones who are supposed to get mm-hmm. you there, um, it's to again, like, kind of dehumanize. Like, you're they call you male and you're female, or you're mm-hmm. you know you're this like the the basic bro- broke down fucking you know minimum, and then you know they build you up. But then that's the that's the purpose of the drill instructors, right? Mm-hmm. The, the trainings. But then the people, your peers, your troops, like. That's where most of the bullying happens because the drill sergeant, right? He's just, he's supposed to teach you how to do whatever, but then your people who are next to you. Mm-hmm. So I might not go to war with some of the people that I went to basic training with because I can't trust them. You know what I mean? But some of these other people, you know that you can trust. And so it's, you want to, you want to? Uh, it's kind of different from Tony. Okay. Uh, but when I was in the military, uh, we're, we are not supposed to use like dehumanizing words or like that's way different than our military because yeah, yeah. our, our military are. invents dehumanizing <laughs> words <laughs> but like one situation was one of my like troop like mm-hmm. my friend like the who entered the military at same like month uh there was one guy who snores a lot like even in the even in like when he's sleeping, we could snore. We could listen to the. We could hear the snore coming out from like the hallway. We could hear it. Wow. So, <laughs> that guy was being bullied because mm. of that. Like, but not with the dehumanizing words. So what I'm hearing is, if I was in the, I have a lot of quirks that get on people's nerves. So I would be bullied as fuck in the Korean <laughs> military. Is what you're saying then? If you snore, <laughs> you will get bullied in the U.S. military for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine. That's why do you think I didn't join? No, apart it, from other things. So, but the thing is, like, I'll, I'll say that that doesn't necessarily mean. And so then we come back to helping the person being bullied, right? Like telling them to not internalize what this person next to you is saying, because there's a person on the other side of you who feels the exact opposite and would do anything for you because you you mean that much to them, and so. Don't let that type of thing discourage you from doing what you want to do because bullies are everywhere. And Mm -hmm. the more attention we give them, the less attention we're giving ourselves or the person next to us who needs help. So Yeah. Also, if you get captured by the North Koreans, they're not going to use nice words. (laughs) Probably not. No. So there you go. Preparation. (laughs) That's why they do it. I figured it out. God damn it. No, it's, it's all good. And so I think that, you know, being, I think even that within itself, again, I'm Back to the theme of South Korea, right? Yeah. The fact that, as I was telling me, telling you, you know, my experience with the military, you're like, yo, that's the complete opposite. Like, we were not supposed to say things like that. And so, 
I think that's I think that's fascinating, and that also speaks to the level of bullying that still happens just in a different world, right? Mm, like in a different right. setting. Yeah, right. And so I think that it's really important that we, you know, be there for each other, be, you know, supportive of one another, and prevent bullying if you see it happening. You know what I mean? Like, just be there for the person being bullied. And, yeah, the bully might say some shit to you, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, well, what you over here trying to save yeah. this motherfucker? Like, yeah, yeah, basically. So, yeah, I'll see you later. Have a good day. And then just move on. Right. Um, so what can we do? We can do literally any of these things that like, we listed in this episode. Like the John Wick thing? or like the, We can see, look, there are options. There are things that you can do. You That's can nuclear. Do John, we can do the John That's Wick nuclear. thing. Or, you know, there's many of these other different things that we can do to support one another and to prevent bullying. And if you are being a bully, um, fucking stop. But if you're being a bully because, or rather... If in being a bully, you realize that you also have been bullied in the past, like, sort that shit out. Because bullying other people, is it's not cool. Like, yeah. fucking, it's not cool. Uh, you have no idea what someone else is going through. And like I said, in some cases, it does end in suicide. And that's not cool either. So. If, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. No, no. I was going to say, and if you're being bullied, you know, you could hire me as your samurai protector. Yep. I'll go buy a katana. I'll walk with you. I can't guarantee that I'll do anything, but like, but I'll be will, there. He will be there. And yeah. that's important, right? Right. So if you or anyone you know are struggling with issues of bullying or being bullied, please reach out. Please seek help. Please be there for one another. This world is wild. This world is crazy. But we're trying. And I think that should mean something. Um, you have anything else? No, that's all what you said. No, that's that's perfect. Like, Don't okay. bully people. Yeah. People Don't hurt people, people. Hurt people. Yeah. How yeah. do you say that in Korean? Hurt people. Hurt people. So, and let me break down yeah. what it means. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, the likelihood that if I've been hurt before, mm. I'm going to hurt someone else. Mm. So, hurt people hurt people, right? How do you say that in Korean? So, like, I hurt people, so you hurt people. Yes, I hurt, no, I hurt people because I've been hurt before, mm. right? So, because somebody hurt me, mm. I'm going to hurt you. So, basically, Adam punches me in the mm. face, mm. right? And I'm like, ow, fuck. And they uh, punch you in the face, right? So yeah. hurt people hurt people, right? How do you say that? Oh, uh, well, it's kind of hard. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of hard. Um, that was just a joke. I don't expect you to translate directly on air. Um, so you mean like don't hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like don't hurt people. Yeah. Uh, 맞았으면, like, 너가 다른 사람들한테 뭐지? 피해를 받았으면 돌려줄 생각을 하지 말라. That was beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I don't know what you said, but, but yeah. I'm sure it was correct because yeah, you're Korean. Was, yeah. So there you go. Yes. Awesome. So um, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. 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 Don't come for me. No, but this is actually fun. It's informative because I've already learned a couple of things that I didn't know or things that I hadn't thought about.